This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Red Men News. It is Friday. Jürgen Klopp has just done his press conference. I'm your host, Paul Machen, and Jack Gill joins me in the studio for this one. Um, <clears throat> yes, we're going to talk about all the fallout from the manager's presser in a moment. Before we do, I just want to draw everyone's attention to TheRedMenTV.com. We are sponsoring ourselves. You know why? Because what we do is better than pretty much the vast majority of sponsors on this planet. Um, we do some great content, exclusive content. Uh, got you covered from a video sense and a podcasting sense as well. So if you want to get the best content on the go straight into your native podcasting app, you can do that. It's boss. Uh, there's exclusive interviews there with the likes of Jürgen Klopp, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, Jordan Henderson. Uh, we went all the way over to Rome to sit down in the back garden of Lucas Lee and talk about his life and times, which was a rare treat. Um, and a whole host of other things as well, and weekly shows expanding everything that's going on around the football club in and out. Stats, tactics, transfer news, and match reviews as well. So head over there. It's completely free for the first month, so make sure that you get involved. Um, right, let's dive straight into it then, Jack. Here, the manager's done his press conference. It was, um, I mean, the United ones, the big games tend to be a little bit longer than normal, um, but it was actually quite interesting. We're going to talk about the AFCON stuff, the follow a little bit later on but that was probably the most interesting yeah. part of the whole thing yeah it, it was interesting obviously he spoke about injuries and, and then he went on to talk about previous fixtures with Man United where he mentioned how they played and then the AFCON thought, stuff I thought was really interesting at the end where sort of you could see how upset he was really mm. at, at the fact that they've decided to play that in the winter again yeah absolutely so let's dive into it first and foremost we'll go through uh, lose Paul Ghost the head Liverpool writer for the Liverpool Echoes uh, Twitter account because you know we'll do that and then we'll, we'll flick around because why not uh, anyway uh, asked about Matip and Fabinho uh, Cobb gave updates on both of them he said they train normally uh, today and yesterday as well which means they're likely to be in the squad for the weekend uh, the other three which is uh, Dejan Cater and Milner um, are not likely Dejan's probably going to be back out in full training from Monday onwards but no more updates on Cater and Milner which is a shame but at least we're in a situation now where Fabinho coming back in actually frees us up for a lot more Just gives it gives us more options because it means you can use Jordan Henderson in two positions now all of a sudden yeah easy to see as well why Nat Phillips was allowed to go back out on loan because mm-hmm. defensive crisis 
fixed in a matter of uh, matter of days, really. Mm -hmm. Good to have Fabinho back. You know, there was all that talk that we'd miss him loads before he got injured. We haven't actually missed him that much. Obviously, yeah. you miss a world-class player like Fabinho when he's out injured. But in terms of results, we've still been playing well. We've still been winning. So th that's the important thing. Um, I think he walks back into the team if he's fit, if I'm honest. That's an interesting thing. I'm sure it was covered on the build-up show, which is on the main Redmen YouTube channel, of course. But um, uh, for you, yeah, just go straight back into I, the game. I, I, I think if he's fully fit, 100%. I think the way that Manchester United play with the counter-attack, I think it's perfect to put Fabinho in there um, and to be able to cut that out. I think he's a fantastic player and obviously, I think personally, he was one of our better players in the first half of the season. And I, I was gutted when, when we missed him. I, I When we lost him, I thought um, we'd miss him a lot, but it turns out we haven't that mm -hmm. much. I think Henderson's done a terrific job, but I, I've always seen him as better in the eight mm -hmm. um, and, and I think it'd be better to see that midfield three back in let, action. Let us know your thoughts on that in the comments actually. The, the big debate for me is because I, th I thought we missed Fabinho against Spurs because Spurs are a good team and I think you need Fabinho against the, the top teams. You need as many world-class players. You need specialists when you're coming up to get against the best teams because the best teams of the world have specialists in uh, their positions and I w my only qualm with that is are Man United that good? Like no no no, but like they're gonna they're gonna come and they're gonna sit and they're gonna be defensive, which which Cup mentions, which we'll talk about next. Do you need Fabinho in a game like I, this at home? I think Fabinho was one of them signings for us that turned us from a very very good side mm -hmm. into a world class side. You know, the best in the world. I think he was one of them signings that really helped Klopp take this side from from one place to another. And I think in, I think this Man United game is massive. I think people don't realise how, how big it is, but to me, I see it as they're the only team this season to get points from, from us. Mm -hmm. They'll come to Anfield and I want to go away, having dominated, having scored lots of goals and winning comfortably. I don't want United to have a sniff in this game whatsoever. Yeah, no, and I I'm think God. Fabinho is one of the people that can... I think, I, I think you're dead right. My, my, again, the only reason I bring it up and why yeah. I, I'm interested in people's views, uh, listening live on, on YouTube, or you know, after the fact you can tweet us at the Redman TV, of course, um, is because I think of those games where, where we have sat in and you just need a little bit more gal. I think Jordan Henderson has excelled, mm. but you look at the teams that he's excelled against, we haven't, we, you know, he's not played in the six against, in the biggest games of the season. We've had a... That's a reasonably favourable run in, in that time. But yeah, let us know. Tom will take some of your questions uh, and thoughts in a moment. Uh, moving on then, so we'll talk about the Man United style of play. Uh, Klopp was asked about the game. I thought it was really interesting because uh, there's a few things that are real buttons for Klopp. Um, players playing too many games is one, which again we'll come on to. But another one is that is, is again style of play. And... Maybe it's just a football romantic, and I'm sure, I remember like Arsene Wenger gets slaughtered for this back in the day and what have you. But like, clearly prefers it when I don't think he's got a problem when Burnley decide that they're going to park the bus and they're going to try and beat you in a physical way because they haven't got the resources to compete. But you get the impression that it irks him that teams of the quality of Man United and he even used the opportunity to drag Mourinho spares into it when you when you get an. I mean, he says here. Uh, against Spurs, we had 80% possession after 70 minutes. That's not normal. I don't say Man United only counter-attack, and it's not a criticism, just a description. And He's spot on, isn't he? I, I, th I think he's 
he came over from Germany. He had to adapt his playing style mm -hmm. to the Premier League. You've seen the way Klopp likes to play has slightly evolved over time. Mm -hmm. And I think he looks at so-called big teams. Well, I'll say so-called, they are big teams. But you look at Spurs and United who have been struggling this season and he sees them playing counter-attacking football. I think it confuses him a bit yeah. um, in, in terms of why can't they try and dominate the game, try and try and play like a big side, do you know what I mean? And It's interesting because I think in Germany you look at how many teams push to become in that top four that season. I mm. mean, their top ten at the minute is so close yeah. and I wonder if that, that's where it comes from, you know, that mentality. Of it's, it goes both ways because, like, Liverpool played more counter-pressing, but, you know, Liverpool were a counter-attacking side mm. largely in the first few years and the Klopp, as he was developing them, we've had to become a possession-based side because you can't counter-attack against yeah. teams as City against Chef is the point. So, you know, if you want to be a truly top team, you need to be able to be a really good... In modern football, because Mourinho's made a career out of not being a possession yeah. manager, he doesn't want the ball. In fact, he's actively said it's a part of his philosophy. When you've got the ball, you're more likely to fuck something up. So he, he prefers teams not to have it, and that's how, even going back to like 13, 14, when Chelsea beat us, a couple of weeks before we played City, and like we were booing and jeering and hissing every single touch, and Liverpool totally and utterly ruined City yeah. that day. We tried to do the same against Chelsea. You can't boo when your own team have got the ball, <laughs> is the thing. Um, so no, I think that's really interesting, but yeah, it's all part of this. I think Klopp's kind of looking at it and going, I get what I get what Mourinho and I get I talked to Steve Housen about this actually on the Oppo preview. Solskjaer is building up this narrative of plucky underdogs, Man United. Oh, look at us at our hard-working little kids when they're this global multi-billion-pound company that can spend three hundred seventy thousand, five thousand pounds a week on a goalkeeper's salary. It falls on deaf ears a bit, but um, look, I, I mean, he knows, doesn't he? He knows what's required in this game. It's going to be a big game, and I, at least he knows that he, he, he might go, if he goes Solskjaer into being a bit more attacking, then he will kill them. Um, probably slightly easier than if they play the counter-attacking style. It's, it's one of them, isn't it? I think Solskjaer's made a, a, bit, of a, tit of, a, a bit of a tit of himself at times <laughs> in the last couple of weeks, yeah. to be honest with you, um, which he continues to do more and more as, as he becomes... Uh, as he has that job for longer and I think for, for Jürgen Klopp he, he said a couple of times in that press conference you know he made sure that he kept saying yeah United are still a big club and yeah. I, there's been a couple of talk I think it was yesterday uh, Solskjaer's apparently said that he's got a special plan for beating us or whatever mm -hmm. which never works does it when opposition managers say that well you um, never listen you never know you never know I thought it was interesting that like Klopp was asked about it and he was like yeah. Anyway, have you got one method? He was. I hope so. <laughs> you know, like I hope we're, hope we're working on something. I think he'll love it. I, I, I like the. I, I, I bet he. I bet he's crossing his fingers that Solskjaer's mm -hmm. got something new to throw at us. Mm -hmm. Because the more things they get thrown at this Liverpool side, the more things they learn, and the more and, the, and and they get better as a result of it. So yeah, I, I, I'm certain that if Solskjaer's got a plan, Klopp, uh, Klopp and uh, and Kravitz and. Linders will be sat back, rubbing their hands, going, go on, let's see what let's it's, see what your plan is, let's see how we cope. Solskjaer's plan probably is he watched Monday Night Football a few weeks ago when Rafa was on there and he was asked how to beat he's probably just watched that and gone, you know what, let's let, let's do that and let's take that. Let's have a let's have a little guess based on how people have tried to play into Liverpool recently. It's gonna be long balls into the channels in behind Robertson and Trent and try and chase things down. Or it's gonna be straight balls over the top, again, over the top, down the middle, hoping that one of the fast players can run onto it on the counter-attack. Because that's what basically what Spurs did for 70 minutes against us. And uh, you know, a couple of opportunities, but um, I'm not sure, I'm not sure United are gonna try and play their way through us. Especially without that anymore. 
Well, oh yeah, without Rashford. Yeah, definitely without Rashford. Rashford's 100% not playing, is he? Bollocks. Bollocks. Rashford is starting that game. You can listen, take it to the bank. Um, anyway, yeah, Klopp, one of the more interesting things we'll talk about before we wrap up and get to your comments, um, he was asked about AFCON. Really, really interesting stuff. I'd actually recommend you go and watch his reaction to it if you're interested. Um, this is Klopp's other big, big button, isn't it? He talks about... Um, how players are being overworked. It's only been a few weeks since leading up to Christmas and the Carabao Cup stuff, and he, and, he, and he lost his head on this again. Every time there's a new tournament introduced, of which there's been a few since this uh, tenure began, no, at least they've all like the, um, the, what the, what is it, the Nations League? Is that what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, the League of Nations, whatever. Um, <laughs> yeah, he hates it. He absolutely hates it. And he, and he, he said he loves, <laughs> he says, yeah, I like the AFCON. It's a very interesting tournament. I like to watch it, but it's an obvious problem to play during our season. Doesn't have the players, but these decisions are made uh, without asking the players or managers. In fact, I've got the, the really interesting quote here. Um, he said he calls it a catastrophe. Um, I haven't got that here. I can't find it. But he, he up, 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 up. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There we go. Moving the AFCON to January for us is a catastrophe. Losing three players and we have absolutely no say in it. And that's the thing. It's, it's, if you're a nationalistic pride sort of person, you buy into international football. Because odds are you support like York City or Bath. Or, and I might be doing them a massive disservice. All those other little, little towns that don't have major football teams or whatever who love England for, and that, but also hate the players for whatever reason. But he's right. You know, he's saying, how can it be that a business... You know, effectively drones the contracts of these lads are not allowed to say whether they, they go or not. We pay for them to go and play for their countries, and then in this instance, you know, he's right. You know, you're looking at Sadio Mane, Mohamed Salah, and Naby Keita. I think in Klopp's mind, Jack, that's our that you know, we've got a best 4 3 3 out on the pitch. Those three are in that side. That's three of your 11 players who are going to be disappearing for at least a month in the middle of the season. It's also the matter of, especially with Sadio Mane and Mo Salah, you look at Mane, he reached the final of the last African Cup of Nations. Senegal always go quite far in that tournament. 
Um, Salah wants to win with Egypt. He said that he wants to win this competition with Egypt, so he'll want to go far in that competition. You're talking two months with, without these players mm -hmm. who are so pivotal for us. And, and it did annoy me when I first heard about it because, you know, African football has grown so much. You've got players, big African players now coming to the Premier League. Mm -hmm. and, and now it's like, with it being in the winter again every two years, what is the point? Yeah. If, if you're signing African players for half a season, it's it's not it's not expanding African football and I get why they do it. I get they 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 want to make well they're talking about the weather, isn't it? And it's, yeah. it's obviously hotter in the in in the, in the summer months um, and what have you. And then there's now there's going to be a conflict because there's going to be the new revised Club World Cups going to be getting played post season they, as they well. They could always make it once every four years. Every two years is a joke, I think. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. A bit, it is a bit much, isn't it? I, I don't know. Again, it's it's hard because look at me. Any African viewers watching, how, you know how attached to to the African mm -hmm. are. Yeah, it's different for me because like, I don't. Because want to say how attached to the Euros are you? But not, the, the players, they not, are. Not me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if you're a player, you, you're there. And like, again, to be fair, if I was a player, and I'd want to play, I, I, I would want to play for England, and I would want to play in the mm -hmm. Euros and stuff. So, you know, I, I, it's mainly just because I'm, I'm, I'm Liverpool first. It annoys me yeah. that anything that, that hinders Liverpool chances it's, of success. It's like Son with the Asia Trophy for Tottenham, where they were without him. I know that's different circumstances, because obviously you had to do it to, to avoid going to, go into the military. But <laughs> yeah. I, I think... Some players really like it. It's like I mentioned Salah, he, he really wants to win that competition. So to some players, this is everything. But it's also interesting what Arsenal fans must, must be thinking about it with Aubameyang. But, but look at the club mentioned it. And it was I think it was a little sly reference to the fact that Naby Keita got re-injured basically in the summer. Yeah. You know, he was yeah. injured and he got took away. And he said, we tell them they're injured. We have to then pay... Or I think we certainly, he said, they certainly organise the flights and send them over, fly them over to Africa for them to be judged. And they say, well, actually, you know, we might only be out for two weeks and then he, he can play again. So, you know, you've got these lads who, Keita's season's been impacted. I mean, like Salah, Mane, and Firmino's seasons have already been impacted by some football tournaments. And, and obviously, and Keita, and Keita's has had a, a, a more tangible knock on impact of his season so far. So I understand the cops' rage. Let us know your thoughts on it. And um, we're going to come to your comments uh, and what happened. Have you now, Tom, if you've got something for us? Yeah. Um, okay. So, talking about, I asked for a few comments on Fabinho and um, Matip. There we go. Um, Ashley Thumb, talking about Fabinho, says, Fab being back is absolutely boss. Get those long legs in and around the team again. And then Trick Josh says, I can't wait for Fabinho to return. It gives Klopp much more freedom with what subs he uses. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, this, is all, well, this is what it's about now. We've gotten through this really, really dense period of fixtures. We've actually got another one coming up on, on the horizon in the, in the coming weeks. We've, we've handled it admirably, but it's all well and good. You know, you, we, we've been so poor in January for, so, for a number of seasons, and we're on the verge of actually handling this January really well. But no point if, you, if you're borrowing from January. If you borrow, are you borrow, effectively you've borrowed from February to pay January is what we've you know what we've done there. Like last season we were impeccable in December, but we had to borrow health and fitness from January to make that a possibility. So if you've got we start to get players back now, it certainly makes us just a more, more threatening proposition all over. Yes, certainly. And as as we've said, Henderson has been so good at filling in for Fabinho, but now we we can have Henderson release further forward like we did at the start of the season and. It'll be interesting to see, obviously, you mentioned Kaita's out injured, so it allows us to, to mess around with Oxley Chamberlain. He doesn't have to play every game now, so we can we can help his fitness. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it gives us a whole different option and, and it'll be good to see. Mm, absolutely. Go on, Tom. Um, yeah, so moving on to Gomez. I asked um, if Matip should come in 
um, instead of Gomez. So Ben Pop says, keep Gomez, he's in good form. Matip might need time to get up to speed. And then Christian W, Gomez has fought his way back from injury and took his chances. He needs to stay in the starting lineup. Matip, as good as he is, needs to do just the same as mm. Gomez did. Yeah, for me, Matip and Lovren should have their eyes on Shrewsbury. They'll be starting that game. They're both fit. They'll start that game at the weekend. And then it's who asserts themselves highest in the pecking order to become the first defensive sub. And that's a big battle for them moving forward. Look, you know, it'd be nice if Gomez stayed fit for the rest of the season. It would be very, very useful, in fact, if he could. But, you know, the, the race is on. Now, all three of those lads, Gomez, Lovren and Matted, know that the, there's no one truly reliable in terms of fitness amongst them. So there might well be an opportunity. And, you know, we've seen it happen in January plenty of times before. Lovren's, got, Lovren's come into a new year as first-choice centre-half and ended seasons third or fourth. You know, and that, you mm -hmm. know, Matip ends up, you know, this time last year, ends up get, coming back from injury as we get to the end of the January period and, and, and becoming our mainstay from then on. Yeah, I completely agree with one of the comments where it says about Gomez coming back. He's fought his way back. You know, he had a couple of shaky games at the mm. start, but recently he's been impeccable, hasn't he? He's been outstanding. And the partnership he's bought with Van, um, made with Van Dijk again, six clean sheets in a row, why change it? And, and I think he, he has to keep his position, really, at least for Man United. Mm -hmm. Whether he's rotated for Wolves, who knows? He has played a lot of football and yeah. it is important to keep his fitness. But I, I think at least while we, we keep getting clean sheets, keep going. I'm not sure there's a game that doesn't suit Gomez, really, at this exactly. time. Maybe somebody exactly. could have aerially bombard, yeah. but you've got Virgil there, and particularly Fabinho comes back. Go on, Tom, one, one more. Um, well, I've got one on the AFCON and then two Super Chats. Okay. So, Colm Mc... McClelland, McClelland's whatever he says. Do you think the Afcon will force our hands to look to buy replacements for our African players? That definitely, uh, and I think that was one of the things the club kind of alludes to. He said, "Doesn't make your decision on whether you're like you're not just going to sell Mane now because you're not going to be able to play, but that, but it does impact who you might buy. And I wonder whether that's like there might have been another African player lined up that he's just thinking, well, what's the point? Because you know when we get to the really busy part of the season." Well, what's the point in buying another first-team quality player that you're not going to have access to? All aboard the Mbappe 2020 speed train. That's all <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Go and watch the uh, the youth show to see another debate where we have on the Mbappe. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, quite absolutely. good. Um, a couple of super chats. Ben Pryor with a blue super chat. Thank you. He says, loves the youth content. You are doing great, Jack. Cheers. Thanks, Ben Pryor. There you go. You actually are doing quite a good job. Um, and Mr. A with <laughs> a green right. super chat. He says, there are posts on Twitter about coach greeting. Is this true? I personally hope not, as we don't need to intimidate this United team to beat them. I don't know. I, look, I, I don't know that there will be. I, let's be honest. There's a coach greeting every game. The coach drives down pretty much the same route every single time. And people gather and they clap at it. And occasionally the odd um, smoke bomb goes off or whatever. And a few songs are sung. I, uh, for me... I don't mind. Look, if want, people want to do it, they'll do it. I'll go down and see what's going on and all that. Like, I mean, but I, I was used to have the opinion that we should be doing it in a big way for every single game. Yeah. But now I also think it should be saved for the spe for the, for the really special occasions, big European yeah. nights games that matter. The, is that a, is that offensive to say this doesn't matter? Just don't, don't give United that much respect. <laughs> you know, mid-table club. We wouldn't do it for Burnley, would we? So why do it for United? <laughs> <laughs> I um, I think I think it, uh, it, it, the positives of it is that I don't think their team is 
mentally strong enough no. that I think if a Man City side crumbles under that environment, I can't see how this Man United side fares, fares any better. But let us know in the comments, actually, yeah, would, you do, would you do a coach greeting? And I mean by, like, Barcelona, Dortmund, Man City-style mega affairs. Um, or would you actually do the opposite and just have no one turn up? And I've really like showed them just how unimportant they are all of a sudden. Let me know in the in, in the comments on that one. Uh, just quickly before you go, I just want to draw attention actually to um, to my YouTube channel, youtube.com forward slash MageTV, um, where I do a lot of one-on-one uh, -on -one chats, talk about football, do the vlogs around the games as well. And I've got a new video going up where I was over on the Football Index podcast. Um, we're going to be doing some more work with them in the coming weeks. Uh, so anyway, that'll be out uh, hopefully this evening. Head over, click the subscribe button and all that, and it all helps. Uh, other than that, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Jack. Been a pleasure. Um, Make sure you check out Red Men Academy as well, Jack's new uh, sister channel to this one. Brother channel, cousin channel, friend channel, um, offspring channel. It's all good anyway. Uh, other than that, we'll see you very soon. Ta-da. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 